is up, everybody. Welcome fuck to... Fuck you. You said I have to do the intro this no, time because I'm, I'm running this shit. Howdy, fucking doodly, neighbors. It's your old boy, Ned Flanders, in the motherfucking house. Have you ever contemplated or had such a bad day that you just want to go out into the parking lot, pick a random car, not your own car, open the door and then repeatedly slam your ball sack inside the door until it falls off and you die slowly in the parking lot. Hold on. Little late kids cover your ears. Fuck those kids. No. Welcome to Ghosts <laughs> in the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Tonight we are talking true crime. Travis is going to get the ball rolling because it's his episode. As you could tell, he's already fucked all it all, fucked it all up. But that's how we roll around this bitch. Welcome to everybody in the chat from our live stream. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, be sure to go over to youtube.com slash ghost of the night. And also leave us a review. We have had a fucking dead zone of reviews lately. I would do and a, they're very important. I want to talk about a comment. Just like how they do the uh, the like, share, and subscribe or, or all that shit. It really does help the channel grow on YouTube. Like Those fucking those podcast app reviews are a, are a thing. It is. It's a thing. And they, they really do help it, because that's what push, I found that's what pushes you onto recommendations. Yes, it's true. And it's we only a have a 4.1 star. I know. Because of bitches like Celtic Mom. Why all the cussing? Do you think it makes you sound cool? I'm sorry, Barbara. This is just how I fucking talk. I, trust me, there are plenty of times in life where I wish I could change how my fucking mouth works, but I can't. Well, here, that kind of, great segue. We are professionals. Paul Blart, motherfucker. I was conversing with somebody t- this week. Yes. Talking about the podcast. And Did uh, you meet him on Grinder? Yeah, I swiped left. I don't know how Grinder works, but I go ahead. But uh, her son, they were talking the paranormal. Apparently, he loves the paranormal. And she informed him that I have a friend that is in that, and him and his friend have a podcast and YouTube channel. Yes, really. And he goes, I will check that out. She goes, no, you will not. Oh. <laughs> Why? Because he's like 10. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we are suitable for 10-year-olds? I mean, me at 10, yeah. I was I was pretty much equally as fucked at 10 years old as I am now. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we are doing true crime today. But I do, before I, we get into true crime, there's something I want to talk about. Talk. Comments. Do you read our comments? I do. Do you read that one comment we got? The one where the lady called me annoying? Oh, well, no, there's another one. Hold on, let me pull it. Because, no, because actually it's good. Also segue, Paul Blart, because the lady that called me annoying, it was on the same episode as the comment I think you're about to talk about, and he commented back, this person, I'm, I don't know if it's a he, but that person commented back to the lady that called me annoying. Oh, really? Well, let's, yeah. hold on, let, let me just pull that up real quick. Oh, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, because his reply, they I don't know if it's a he, the, the reply to the comment, to her comment was fucking funny. Don't worry, there will be no names mentioned. Oh, oh, I, fuck, I don't give a fuck. You leave a comment on my freaking channel, guess Well, the what? one is like a first and last name, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's a bit, no, I'm, I'm not. That's your own damn No, fault. we're not going down that road. I will go down. Anyway, here's the thing. You can go, it's on the Michael Aquino yeah. uh, episode. If for those of you who which don't, was a Phil episode, which was a my episode, <clears throat> and basically founder of Temple of Set used to be in the uh, satanic 
church or whatever. He, you know, he's a big satanic guy. This, we'll call him Big R. Sure. But uh, I'm going to read this verbatim because I'm literate and I can fucking read sometimes, mm. even after a stroke. It's not, it's not the most well-penned comment, if I remember. I hate folks who, in the dark, yet dance around the dark like it ain't real. Massive fail here. You know what I fucking hate? The butchering of the English language. Do we not proofread shit? Or people that come in to com- and comment on YouTube channels that are like, like, clearly we are a slightly satirical version of whatever we're talking about. That's what we're here for. I don't take anything fucking seriously, how- let alone the shit that we sit here and bullshit about. How about proofread some shit, motherfucker? Well, I take that back. I do take, I, I do take this seriously, but. It's all it's for funsies, and for man. One, like I don't. We're da- making dick and fart jokes, like how you know, dancing around the dark while I'm making a fucking dick joke. I never, when I dance around the dark, I'm fully naked. But if you're gonna leave a comment, proofread that shit, dude. Come on, man, be better. Be better. That's all you got. Proofread. Oh well, then she she commented first. I saw that where she yeah. said the glasses, the guy in the glasses is annoying. I was like, suck my dick. No, I had to. Well, I wear glasses too. I had to look look see which episode. And watch well, it. I always wear glasses. I just well, assumed it was me. Watch some of the episodes. Say, oh, it was Travis. I wasn't annoying that night. But what did he say? What did he reply with? He replied to her, "Is meant to be that way, considering the energy he invoked." Suck it, dick. Anyway. Both of you. Fuck off. You guys, the glass is annoying. You know what else is annoying? This you know, sound. You know what I want you to do, Big R? I want you to go back to your English, your elementary school English teacher and smack her right in the clitoris. Because she failed you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What but yeah, t- I don't know. Like It's, it's just funny. I love I love the comment section for real, especially like that one the one little kid that commented on one of our shorts like a year ago and he was like he's like you need to stop eating for like a year I was like man kid you are lucky that I'm at least somewhat of a good person because I if you want to fucking start a roast battle and that's what you're coming with oh my god come strong or don't come at all that's like that's uh, my motto in life podcasting YouTube live streaming and sex. I guess. Any other house cleaning we got? Uh, no. We're... Oh my god! I went to Chili's last night, and like I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Chili's. Their bottomless chips and salsa is a fucking decent deal. I think they put cumin in their salsa, is why it tastes so interesting. Okay. But man, I had a, I had a nice chicken seas. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Delicious. Love me a chicken seas salada. Okay. Ensalada de Caesar pollo. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then. Better half got some steak and chicken or shrimp and chicken fajitas. Fajitas? Yeah. Is that different than fajitas? Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, MSG. Okay. <laughs> but they're all right. They're not the best from Chili's, but they're okay. We ate them. Man, I fucking, pun intended, shit you not. 
We left Chili's, and you know where Chili's is in a court in 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 in, in the fucking was I just in that at general? Yes, area? yes. The one that's very close to where we live. Yes. We went to fucking Chili's and had dinner after I got off work, and then stopped at the corner store to get a couple things up the street. Condoms. And by the time, uh, no. Okay. I I I have I took myself off of uh the Craigslist casual encounters okay M four M section, which is male for male. That's good for you. I'm glad because I don't want no more men coming in here. The money is not worth it. Knocking on the door wanting, you know, to get felt up and I'm not doing that. Ever since Mike DeWine stopped giving people free money, they don't want to chart they don't want to pay by the pound anymore, so Damn it. Old old uh Travis out of business. Yeah, old uh fucking sushi love hunk is off the fucking market. But I shit you not, from the time it took us to drive from the fucking ga- or from the restaurant to the corner store, and I came out of the corner store, I literally put the stuff in the car, and I was like, I apologize. I'll come back and get the stuff out of the car. But as soon as we get home, back to the house, I'm good at putting the car in park, and I'm waddling inside because I have to shit yesterday. And then over the next like forty minutes, I was in that fucking bathroom like four or five times. Just it was like somebody like I don't even know how to explain it. It was like, hmm, you know that one really unruly water fountain in your elementary school? It's like somebody turned one of those upside down and all the rust started coming out of the pipes while it was running. I have to answer uh, Breezy's comment. Oh, we have a we have a comment that yes, needs attention? Yes, when I said I, I dance in the dark. Oh, speaking naked. while we're on the subject of the comments... Get over the fucking Super Bowl argument, you two. Jesus. It's over. God damn. Um, everybody love everybody, like Jackie Moon from Semi Pro. Breezy asked, why do I do it in the dark? Because it's simple. Because ain't nobody trying to see that shit. Nobody wants to see the shit in the daylight. It'd be like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It'd be like, like if you took two really old fake Louis Vuitton bags and then stretched them over like a fucking wrecking ball. She she was mis- uh, and She thought we were referring to investigating, so that makes more sense now. Oh, wait! What? She thought we were referring to invest. Pardon. You always do it in the dark. Investigate? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to, but it's more fun. Yeah, it's more fun. Creepy. Creepy. Well, depending on where you are, I have yet like. There's not very many places where I'm like, hmm. I've only been in one. Had one incident where I felt, but it was a more of a sick feeling. Mm. Was I've never gotten to the. I've never been to the point where I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I did have one incident where I did. Uh, we're hitting the paranormal part of the podcast. One investigation I went on. This has been, you know, so 2019, 2019. God, that was four years ago. That's crazy to think about. Go on, because what 2020 was a lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did an investigation. I think. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. We did. We did an investigation. Yes, because that's when when twenty twenty two rolled around. It was the twenty twenty two T O O memes. We did an investigation, and if you've listened to me in the past about, I'm not a big spirit box. I'm not a big spirit box guy. I don't rule it out, but I'm not thinking everything that gets spit out as gospel when it comes to ghost interaction. What? I was just looking at the camera angle. It's bothering me. What's wrong with the camera angle? 
There's more you than me. Because I'm much better looking. Well, scoot Debatable. Your, well, scoot your ass over here. Here, scoot up. Here, just scoot on over. Scoot on over. We want Travi to be happy. Don't knock me over. Okay. Well, that, I, so, sorry, but our our solid granite fucking table from Milan is not easy to move. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was getting back. I was. I don't really. I'm not a big buyer into the spirit box. I don't discount it completely, but I I take it with a grain of salt. The spirit box. You know, basically, let's play the radio and see what happens. Mm. So we did get an interesting uh, response. It was very personal to me. It basically called me out by name, and it said, uh, now I don't want to throw too much of my business out there, but I guess I, I don't think she'll mind. I had a brother mm. that was born before me. Mm-hmm. Only lived for a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And the spirit box was talking to me directly. Use my name. Mm. And then somebody was asking, well, who are you? And the voice or the what came through on the spirit box was, I'm your brother. Oh. That that freaked me out. Okay. I was like, okay, fuck. I'm out of here. That might do it. I mean, that was, I mean... Do I think that was actually the case? I mean, wait, that that particular situation wouldn't work out. Be like, my brother's still alive, asshole. Like, right? That that was kind of that's the only time I've ever been truly. That'd be an interesting one. That'd be a good one. What? The way you were just talking about? Oh, that. What do you mean? That'd be a good catch. Oh yeah, it would. Do we be. have that on on recording? No. Fuck. I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure I don't. But that's the that'd only time I've TikTok. ever, in any invest investigation, I've ever been a little. Oh, I'm, I can't do it. I'm I'm done. G2G. No, no I've, and I've been in some Thornhaven. Mm -hmm. Supposed to be super haunted. That your bathroom, my bathroom, I should say our bathroom. After I use it, is much worse. God, you should have been there. You should have seen it last night. You know, so and I've been in some other places that had a lot of activity. We were getting a lot of activity. Last night was so, there. You go. Last night was so bad. I walked back into my room and all I I just sighed and went. It's like butt water. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's the and only I was time. Promptly told to never say that again. <laughs> that is the only time I've been a little uh, iffy on an investigation. Mm. Other than that, I don't give a shit. I will sit in the dark, or they're bat. There's bats floating around. That happened when we went to Raw's. Raw's. That's the only. Were you you were with me, were you? What? When we went to the third story, I, oh, I think we might have kind of broken a rule or two because yeah, we unplugged those lights. And then, we were, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And I was the one that was like, that's a fucking bat. Turn the fucking lights back on. Now I know why those lights are supposed See, to now, stay Rawls, on. Raw's, my very first encounter, like I said, I've been to Raw's four or five times. Uh, My first paranormal investigation that I ever officially went on was at Raw's. Yeah. And I had a little bat encounter. Yeah, the motherfuckers were bu they were maverick of me. They were buzzing the tower. Down oh yeah, I could hear them because I was sitting in a chair in the middle of the room. Well, th this was down in the auditorium. No shit. And we had it wasn't completely dark because we had some minor, you know, it was somewhat lit up by the stage because we. So had next time we go there, we can kill all the lights, right? Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, but you know, you gotta keep uh, uh, the one hallway light on. Where the like the concessions in it. That's fair. I think. That's fair. Um, but 
this was down. So I saw the motherfucker coming. Yeah. I was like, you, that motherfucker, we were playing chicken. And guess what? Bruce Wayne! <laughs> Daddy lost. All right, let's get to the, uh, hey. Are we in? Are we in? Oh. All right. Fuck it. Let's get to the. Uh, Tonight we're talking about Catherine Knight. We're going to go down under. Oh, she, crikey, I, she's I a like, beauty. I like to go down under. God damn it. Sexual incontinence. Sexual condensation. <laughs> Trust me, if I'm involved, there's sexual condensation. You're damn right. So, again, Catherine Knight. Mainly me. We're going a little, we're going, we're getting a little Australian. Fosters. Australia. You know, apparently they don't drink that shit. No, that's, that's not Australian for beer. Ricky Gervais does. Speaking of beer, go ahead. I think I'm going to break up a beer. We have beer? There's Coors Light in there. You want Coors Light? Mm. I want to drink some of that mountain piss water. How many are there? Three. You want one? Uh, yeah, I guess if I put it down really fast, it might give me a little buzz. Maybe. Probably not. It won't. That's really wishful thinking. We could shotgun them. <laughs> be a terrible idea i haven't done that in fucking years I'm not a college student anymore okay Catherine knight was born on october 24th 1955 to her parents barbara it it, it looks like ruffin but i believe it's like ruin or rowan but i might say ruffin just because it's more fun and uh ken knight oh at least they're tall boys now little sidebar barbara her mother was previously married to jack rowan and lived with him in Aberdeen in New South Wales. The two of them had four sons before Barbara started an affair with Ken Knight, who was a friend and co-worker of her husband at the time. Two. Three. Now. Sink it. Sink it up. Yep, still shitty. I mean, it's drinkable. Oh, God. Ooh. It's got the aftertaste of Mother Teresa's fucking butthole. You know, after about eight of them, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. After eight of them and a line of meth. I need a big old pile, Scarface pile of cocaine. Do you want to play rough? Okay, I'm reloaded. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Sidebar over. Now, after the town of uh, Aberdeen found out about this affair, Barbara moved to Maury with Ken uh, Knight. Her two oldest sons stayed with their dad, and the two younger ones went to live with an aunt in Sydney. So Barbara moved on to have four more kids with Ken, including twin girls born in Tenterfield in 1955, one of whom was young Catherine Knight. In 1959, Jack Rowan died, and his two older sons moved in with Barbara and Ken. The her original husband died. Barbie and Ken. I didn't even think about that shit. Oh. oh Did they have a pink Corvette? Oh, Ken, I'm having so much fun. Hiya, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Fucking the stupidest fucking song that like everybody in the world knows the words to. Yes, I agree. I remember skating to that shit at skate parties when I was a kid. Annoying. Erroneous. Now, Ken Knight was a severe alcoholic and was also very violent. Good for Ken. <clears throat> Butterfingers. He would also, he would rape his wife, Barbara, 
Up to 10 times a day. Can I ask a question? You can. Whether I answer it or not is still up in the air. If the question is, am I enjoying this Coors Light? No, no, I'm not. No, that's not the I, question. I know they answer that question. There's a reason I drank so much he of it. He raped his wife 10 times a day. Up to. Up to 10 times a day. Did the, My first thought was like, and I'm not trying to make light of this, like that's fucking terrible and he deserves to get his dick kicked off like by, well, by I, like Oompa Loompas. But like, do you not work? I do think that marriage license does imply a little bit of sex, right? No. Then why fucking get married? I've gotten into this argument before. Like, you can st- you can no. be in a relationship and still fucking sexually assault your significant other. I'm not saying you can't. I would argue that it happens no is far no. more. No is no. Yeah. Unless it's, no, stop. That's that's not no. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The Bill Burbitt. She didn't say it like that. To each their own. But then, no, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, if they say, no, I have a headache, and you say, okay. But I would think a marriage license does imply there will be some fluids exchanged at some point. One would think. Well, for one, if I'm in a relationship and I'm getting late, I'm not in a relationship very long. Well, see, this is this is social construct we're talking about, not light marriage licensure. This is a personal preference and social construct. The difference between friendship and relationship is sex. Either way, first, just either way, just don't rape anybody, especially ten times a day. Right. Well, if you're going to do it, do it. I mean, 10 times. Just don't do it. I mean, that's a lot of blue chew. <sighs> that's more than blue chew. That's like those fucking gas station dick pills. He's snorting that shit. That's like those gas station dick pills that put people into fucking hospitals because their arteries turn to concrete like they looked at Medusa. Cock arteries. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, 10 so, times a day is a little So bit Ken harsh. Knight's a fucking cock bag. Okay, off I'm rip. Not, I'm not saying that. I'm just. I mean, could it be the first time was consensual, then the. Other nine See, times they, there right? wasn't that much detail okay, as to like the 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 obviously there's not that much detail as to the like the gritty details of this situation. Not like it's on paper or anything, but still, I know there's. Really, I, I have no doubt in my mind that he was a fucking shit. Bag. I'm sure I just pissed off some feminists, so I'm sure I will get some dirty comments. Well, yeah, you can't expect sexual favors from anybody. Well, but I think that's what a relationship is. No, you think no, that's part of a relationship. Well, that's yes, that's the difference between friends and choose your words wisely. It is not what a relationship the, is. It is part of a relationship. We are we have a relationship. But we're friends. We ain't fucking. You can yet. fuck your friends. What? You can fuck your friends. I'm just saying that is the difference between a friendship and a relationship. I don't know, but either way, there is no justification for this activity that we're talking about. That's the main goal here. I want to hear, I want to see the tapes. It sounds like you're trying to legitimize this action. I I don't trust women. That we're, does not, that, no, this this conversation, we might as well cut that out of the fucking podcast. No, it's staying in. I don't give a fuck. That conversation was trash. I'm having a limp biscuit breaking stuff kind of day. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, look what break stuff did. It led to shit like this. I'm just saying. At Woodstock 99. No, you're not saying anything. There's no there is no justification of this activity. That's over with. Now, 
on top of that, now Ken was a piece of shit and did all these these terrible things. Barbara was a little off the off the wall as well. Cuz Barbara would also actually tell her kids intimate details about her sex life and how much she hated sex and men. And these kids are not old by any means at this point. What year was this again? This was 59. Okay. Ish. Give or take. Well, the 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 two kids that lived with the original husband who died he died and they moved in with their mom and Ken in 59. So in within a period after that. Okay. So either way, like that's taboo as fuck and fucked up to do now. Well, yeah. Let alone in the fucking 60s to talk to your kids about your sex life. Yeah, there's no. I didn't see fucking June I, like Cle- the, I didn't see I'm, June Cleaver talking about her beaver with beaver. I I'm 50 and I don't want to hear about my mother's sex life. I still want to believe I, I'm 33 and I don't want to hear about your mother's sex life. I I still believe I was delivered by a stork. Probably that might explain a lot. Now, when Catherine was young, she told her mom that one of her partners wanted to perform a sex act that she didn't want to perform, to which her mom said, "Quote, put up with it and stop complaining." So, I like it. And now, then, now <laughs> you're a bad person. So this <laughs> This this muddies the waters for me. It, it doesn't. I don't want to say muddies the waters, but it 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 makes it confusing. So she's telling her daughter to put up with it and stop complaining, and she's saying that her husband sexually assaults her. We'll say that up to ten times a day, and, and and I'm not excusing it, but I'm like, I'm like, how how much? Where are we? Where is? Where does the truth lie in what is happening and what she's just like, oh, fine, fuck it, Ken. You want another go? I've got shit to do. I've got to do the laundry. I mean, that's, but fuck it. That's kind of that's the very point. very British. That's kind of the point I was making. Yeah, like the, the lines are, but like I don't question that there was non-consensual sexual activity in the relationship. But then after she says that, I'm like, um, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. And also, I think the moral of the story on that one is, one, don't be in that relationship. <laughs> Two, don't fucking say that to your kid. Right, you should never talk about your sex life to your Like, kid. right, if I had a kid, if I had a daughter and she told me that, I'd be like, first off, what are you talking about? You don't know what sex is yet. You're only 27. Second... Fucking dead. Dad's got a new uh a new rear view decoration. It is his cock. No, see, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that way. I'm an adult. Well no, I mean when it comes to like when it comes to hey dad or mom, so and so wants me to do this and I don't want to or made me do this. You no. Know, I see I had these types of Thank God my mother did not tell me about her sexual encounters at a young age. But I would tell my mom. My mom learned very quick, don't ask a question if you don't want to know the answer. Gross. I'm just saying. Anyway. She can attest to that. So, yeah. Either way. So, Ken, we already knew was a piece of shit. Mom's a little fucking nuts, too. Probably kind of a bad person just off of that one fucking quote. 
Now, Catherine claims that she was sexually assaulted by several members of her family quite often up until she was about 11 years old, okay, of yeah. which I think her stepbrothers or half-brothers or whatever the fuck were included in that. Some great porn. Well, now they're, step bro, I'm stuck in the washing machine again. Now, now that is rape. Or I'm stuck in the couch under <laughs> that. I just don't understand the whole fucking fad. Like I, I, I don't understand what's so hot. That about is the it. boringest porn to watch ever. I've never actually watched it. I just know well, that I it's a curious. thing. But anyway, so again, with this sexual assault from her family members, there is, or there was doubts about the details of these allegations, but psychiatrists do accept that the events did happen. And they've been largely confirmed by members of her family. So I guess it's not whether or not it happened. It's just the details of what went on that were in question. Okay. Which, again, excuse me, why the fuck does it matter? At that point, I don't give a shit about the details. All you have to say is confirmed sexual assault by family. Kick them in the balls. All of them. Kick them in the balls till they fall off and die. Like, oh yeah. Who gives a fuck about those details? But that's just me. We'll move on. Now, little tidbit: Barbara's great grandmother was an indigenous indigenous Australian from the Maori area, and Barbara was very proud and of that and identified as Aboriginal. That's an interesting group of people. Aboriginals, yeah. Just like everything about them, they're so mysterious. Australians, and then it's very physically odd. Like not to sound like a dick, but like, like such a uh, uh, an interesting evolutionary trend, if you will. Yeah, I mean Australia is a a very unique and fascinating place. Yeah, I would not even want to go there. Hey, I, I, I would want to go there. I just don't know how far into the bush I'd want to go. Because that's the other thing. Everybody talks about like I want to go to Australia and go from coast to coast. No, you don't. You want to go along the coast. Once you get away from the coast, there is nothing. I mean, there's stuff to see, but like... And everything wants to kill you. Well, and people forget how fucking big that country is. Your continent, whatever you want to call it. It's both. Yes. Like, it's massively huge. Like, Like, you can literally take Australia and just place it over the United States. It's fucking huge. And again, like Phil said, everything wants to kill you. Yes. Including this bitch. Now. Sharks and all that shit. Well, the aboriginal uh, heritage of the family was actually kept mostly covered up due to a lot of uh, racism towards the aboriginal people in the area at that time. Which, go figure, human nature. Oi, we don't fucking like aborigines around here. And they're like, oi, mate, we were fucking here first. And they're like, oi, fuck you. I've got, I pay, I pay property tax. Fuck off. I have a question. They're like, I'll feed you to me crocodile. Fucking douchey cunt. Wasn't, isn't, is it a myth or is it actual fact that Australia was a penal colony? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So were the aboriginals? They were already there. They were, okay, they were already there. They're the original. Okay. uh, Occupants of the continent of Australia. Okay. That's why I was. That yeah, was my they question. were already there. Were the Aboriginals just, they, the criminals, or they no, were there? No, the British just colonized the shit out of them. They just dumped all. Okay, okay. which I find them uh, like crazy. Like you colonize the shit out of them for what? 
There's like barely, like not sound like a total dick, but there's not a whole lot of resources once you get too far into Australia. It's just fucking red sand. Kangaroos and koala bears. Like literally, like there's po- there's there's fucking farms in Australia that are like like hundreds or thousands of kilometers from like a fucking petrol station. Like apparently, like people think that farms in Texas are big, but you go out to a big farm in Australia and it's like a fucking it's like the size of like fucking like New Jersey. Nice. They're they're huge. Large. So much land. It's good to have land. Large and in charge. But right? there's no, you can't do a whole lot with it is the crazy part. Like, you just raise goats and drive around on four-wheelers and shit. Well, fuck off, yeah. So, basically, to recap, Ken's a rapist. Mom's uh, also kind of crazy. Sexual abuse throughout Original life. husband's dead. Original husband's dead. Sexual abuse of Catherine Knight. Catherine Knight was sexual yes. abuse. The uh, Australian people are racist. Yes. Against the aboriginals. Okay. Continue. Okay. Now, the only part of the person in the family that Catherine was close to was her uncle Oscar, who was a, a champion horseman. I don't know what the fuck that entails. Equestrian? But he he committed suicide in 1969. And sidebar on that, Catherine still to this day claims that her uncle's ghost visits him. Or her. Sorry. Yeah. Very possible. Mix in the paranormal right there. That's what we do here. Two birds, one very big boomerang. Getting two birds stoned at once. Sweet. Now, the family moved back to Aberdeen the same year that her uncle passed away, 1969. And then Catherine attended Muswellbrook High School, where she became a loner who most of her peers remember as a bully who would push around the smaller children. Makes sense. Not good, but makes sense. What the fuck is that? Pause. What are we looking at? All your comments. Who the fuck put a link in the comment? I think Gregory put a link. No links. No things for people to click on to go watch and look at other than us. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? We have a hard enough retention rate <laughs> as it is. Now, Catherine and her twin sister were apparently like super ride or die hardcore bitches. And like... They were just ready to throw hands with each other regularly, but would also have each other's back if there was a bit of a tiff or a dust up. They were ready to get down. They were just fucking throwing elbows, apparently. They were just fucking, they were like the Steiner brothers, like just coming in hot. Then no, I'm not bullshitting on that one. I get that one. We'll keep building on that. Now, she, while she was in high school, Catherine definitely assaulted at least one boy at school with some type of weapon, and she was also injured by a teacher one time, but it was later found that the teacher was acting in self-defense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, add sprinkle into that that despite all of this activity... When she wasn't playing like hardcore Dudley Brothers, Dudley Boys ECW with the other kids in the school, she was, if she was in a good mood, she was a model student and very often won awards for her good behavior. No! What the fuck? As soon as you're like regularly getting into fights with students and fucking teachers, there are no behavior awards. You don't go with, hey, hello, Kathy, come here. Why am I British? Oi! You done a great job this week. You ain't got you haven't gotten in one dust step. Really proud of you. 
here's an award for your good behavior. And I now, I bestow upon you the golden wallaby. Take it home. Show your mum. Oi, oi. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Fucking rugby. <coughs> no. No. Fuck that school. I, you the- guys are fucking dumb. You're giving, you're giving, just because she's in a good mood and she's not fucking fighting people, behavior award. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Hey. You're supposed, supposed to be a penal colony. Penalize her. You said penal. Penal. Penial, penal gland. The fuck? That, that makes no fucking sense, though. She used to fight a lot of kids, and she used to beat up teachers here and there, but, uh, blimey, when she was in good mood, she was in a great mood. Absolute joy to be around. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go feed my Goanna and try to wrestle me up a dodo bed. They don't exist anymore, but I'm pretty sure I saw one on Tim's land last week. Apparently, she's a little bipolar. <laughs> Where's my dingo? Holy shit! I fucking meant to fucking... Pause. I meant to bring this up the other day. What? Oh, this that this fucking reminded me. You remember when I said that there's a a very interesting theory that I did not know about about the Chalu like in regards to Chalupacabra or fuck, just the Chupacabra, not our Chalupacabra, <laughs> the Chupacabra. Okay. What? A- okay. So I. Maybe uh, interesting Uncle Ken or whatever is visiting us now. So, okay, so I don't have a time period for this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Google that shit. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. I'm glad you could uh, join us. Howdy. Right back at you, babe. Okay. Uh... That is not the one I'm looking for. I will say of all the cryptids, that one is the lamest of all. Basically a vampire dog. Okay, so I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna loosely throw this out there. So some sometime in the early nineteen hundreds, all right. Okay. Fuck me in the ass. So it is it is known that in the early nineteen hundreds the Bronx Zoo exhibited, I think, four thylacines. Do you know what a thylacine is? The Tasmanian tiger. No, I have seen women naked. That is the answer to uh, Gonzo's question in the chat. So I do not know what that is. So a thylacine, you can look it up on your phone if you want. It's an extinct species now. Okay. But in the early 1900s, it was still around. So it, it's kind of like a, it, it's in the canid family. Okay. And it had stripes on its back. They called it a Tasmanian tiger. Okay. So... And like it's real, like lanky and and long and lean looking, mm-hmm. like real long snout, very very lean and skinny though. So, thylacines were on exhibit at the Bronx Zoo. At one point, there was I believe two mating pairs of thylacine shipped across the Atlantic to the Bronx Zoo. Okay. The ship, I believe, the story is ran aground off the coast and most of the animals were accounted for, but the two breeding pairs of thylacine were not accounted for after the wreckage was all taken into account. Okay. Boom. That's shortly after that, shortly after that people started reporting sightings of the chupacabra. Well, but 
doesn't didn't I'm not like I said. It's that, it, it, that it's the lamest of all of the cryptids. But I thought I don't more, know. The I, Loveland Frogman's pretty boring. Well, okay. Of the big ones, you know. I put that up with the big ones, Loch Ness, Bigfoot, you know. The Loveland Frog is just weird. But uh I thought that was more of a Central American like it almost like it migrated up north from, you know, it's kind of hard South to track America that. to through Mexico. That's kind of I always thought it was more of a Latino type cryptid. I don't know, but like that's what they look like. That does kind of make sense though. Right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, totally, uh, totally unrelated to this fucking conversation and this topic, but like, it, we're talking about Australia, so it made me think of it. That's very plausible. I mean, it's that, a very strange looking. That, it, it's not quite like anything we have here. It's kind of like a. I, mean, I don't even know. I don't even think they were the size of like maybe a coyote. Yeah, it looks like a healthier coyote, just with stripes and much shorter hair. Right. I don't know. I've only seen one coyote in my life. Really? How? I, lucky, I guess. I don't fucking know. And it's, that was only a few years ago. Damn. Up to where I used to live? You to get out more. Yeah. I saw one up there. Now, I've seen a deer walk up down the, up the street here. I've seen a deer walk on the sidewalk. I saw a deer. Not here, but. I, I, I was sitting in the living room. Look out the window, freaking deer walking up the street. Yeah. And then I saw a dude walking his pony. That was uh, that, that was funny. Neither of those really surprises me around here. But anyway, sidebar over. Okay, I, sidebar. That just Let's made me think of it. <laughs> okay, so Catherine left school at 15 years old without having learned to read or write and got a job in a clothing factory. Another sidebar, how the fuck do you leave school at 15 years old and you don't know how to read or write? Same way as that comment, big R. The school system failed you. Yes. This is what happens when you fight kids every other week, but the week when you don't fight kids, you get a fucking behavior award. Yes. By God, she behaved well. Her good weeks, she behaved well. Fuck off, Aberdeen Public Schools. Do better. You fucking twat waffles. (laughs) Excuse me. 15 <laughs> like I, I and i'm not trying was to be she a good rugby player or something that would explain something. Uh, well, well, soccer we'll or something? get to we'll get to some details about her on outside of school but like i just female like wrestling team was she a star i don't know man. like I, I, and i'm not trying to be little like i know illiteracy is a is a thing and like some people really struggle with it but it's like i mean it's also the fucking 60 years ago you know what I mean? Or well, I'm virtually not illiterate, too. I can't read for sure. That's because you had a stroke. I had a stroke, but that's okay. You, snap, you went from sounding like a kind of dumb to now you talk like Porky Pig. <laughs> Even though Porky Pig doesn't talk like that anymore. They did away with that. Yeah, because it's... So it, they wouldn't make fun of people that stutter. Right. I, was, I saw that, and I was like, I don't know about ruining my childhood memories, but I guess I can kind of understand that one. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm glad I I'm, I was 100 percent down. I I don't disagree with them canceling fucking Pepe Le Pew. Well, Pepe Le Pew was sexually assaulting that cat week in and week out. I could make a pussy joke here, but I will not. You tell me I'm wrong, though. Well, you know, see, you gotta remember, I'm of that generation. Yeah, it was fucking funny. 
I do think people are a little fucking sensitive. I, I, I don't. I don't disagree. But looking back on it now, thinking about Pepe Le Pew, I'm like, yeah, that was, he was a little creepy. Of course. Then again, I. But Doctor Seuss is racist too. I mean, everything's. People are so fucking offended. I mean, we're not going to get anywhere any away from that. Fuck it. I mean, goddamn. That's just going to keep going. So that's like somebody calling me fat. Me getting offended. No shit. As I'm eating a. Twinkie. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm fat. Go fuck off. Right. You're not hurting my feelings. Thanks for. Did you think Just I did like not know Just like what we were this? talking about earlier, that kid that said I need to stop eating for like a week. I'm pretty sure I was having a snack why, when I read that comment. Why do you think I danced naked in the dark? Because I know I'm fat. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's from uh, Django Unchained. I actually, I think that's from something else. They just used it in that. Oh, probably. Uh, what was it? I want to say. Bram Stoker Dracula, or it was some eighties movie. Uh, I don't know. Dracula was. Are you thinking of the ah uh, uh, the Children of the Night? What sweet music they sing, or something like that. I know that's a quote from Stra- from Dracula. Our researcher's back. She's going to look it up. For okay. Us. Anyway, we're moving on. Yes, yes. <laughs> Joker and Batman. That's what it was. Yes. Is it originally from that? Well, he he said it before. Oh, well, yeah, 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 I mean, right. he's still beat whatever the fucking yeah. white guy, whatever, the, he's from that show you watch. The racist guy from, uh. <laughs> the show I watch, the racist guy. What the racist you? guy from the, the one, dete- the, the, the lawman show. With the guy that shouldn't be a southern, uh, a fucking ranger, doesn't fit the part. Oh, you're talking about Justified, not a ranger, he's a U.S. Marshal. Either way. Justified, yeah. Oh, here, here, tell you what, buddy. Sure. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. So a year after that, she left the clothing factory to start her dream job of cutting up awful at the local abattoir. Now it's awful spelled O-F-F-A-L. It's like organs and like mostly unwanted byproducts from butchering. Okay. And an abattoir is just a slaughterhouse. She's fancy words for a slaughterhouse. We've actually, that's actually, we've used that term in an episode before. I can't remember what it was. You must have used it because that's above me. Yes. Now, <laughs> fair enough. Now, while she was working in the awful department at the Aberdeen Meatworks Company, she would clean up all the blood and the bile and nasty shit from the production line of cutting up said animal, of butchering said animals. Yeah. And uh, um, also, other employees of the Aberdeen Meatworks Company said that. Catherine enjoyed going to the front of the production line so she could watch the animals having their throat slit. And, like, apparently not, we're not talking about just being like, huh, and walking away. Like, legitimately sitting there and taking fucking, like, being like, ah, like she's watching a fucking Chris Pratt movie. Uh, that beer's finally done. I'm about to go brush my teeth. Jesus. God, how can people drink that shit? I mean, there's worse beers, but, like. Like, oh. I might choose a Coors Light over, like, a Little King. Even though I did fuck with Little Kings there for a period of time. I could put some Little Kings down there for a little while. Yeah, so, I bet you put it. Took down some Little Kings. Midget jokes. <laughs> so she was promoted in a short time to the boning department. Now we're getting Yeah, she got a job in the boning department. And then she told her daughter all about it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming they mean, like... Taking the bones out of stuff, but you know, yeah, leave but that one up to your fucking imagination. But that's not as fun. Yeah. Uh, she was also, when she was promoted to the 
boning department. She was also given her own set of butcher knives. Yes. Now, in right. let me. I, I I forgot to kind of preface this. The the butcher business and in, in in slaughterhouse business and shit was kind of like a family tradition at this point, or like or just even like a town tradition. Like it was that was the that was a big predominant uh, business to go into around this area. <laughs> Hence, why it was kind of her dream job in a way, but she also. She, we'll find out later, I think that she had the, at least signs, if not full-blown diagnosis of uh, what they call pickering, I think it's called. I've heard of that. What is that? It's it's somebody who has a predisposition or almost like a fetish towards the thought or act of like cutting or stabbing things. Okay, yes. Much like, uh, I think, Robert Picton. Was like that where he would like right. stab his victims, not enough to really hurt them, but just enough to like he just break gave, the skin and just shit. Gave him the tip. He just just the tip. We're going to play a game. That all that shit. Now again, boning department, butcher's knives, hand in hand. Awesome. Now after she received her butcher's knives, Catherine kept her knives hung, excuse me, over her bed, so as they could quote. Would always be handy if I needed them. All right, Kathy. Whatever you say, honey. She's a Boy Scout. Always prepared. Yeah. She knows how to tie knots like a motherfucker. Now, Catherine was known for her, first off, her her man hands, like Jerry Springer man hands, and her abnormal, unusual strength. She was a fucking She-Hulk mega bitch. She-Hulk. And she was ready to throw her big fucking gorilla mitts around it any and every face that was able and capable and willing to piss her off. She had later was diagnosed, which we'll talk about later, with borderline personality disorder. So she would be like good and super nice and lovely to be around. And then like flip of the switch, she just flipped the fuck out and lash out at anybody for anything and then just whoosh, go back to just being like, hello, love. Would you like some Vegemite? So pretty much 99% of the women I've dated in my life. No, not to this extreme. Just hold your horses on that one. (laughs) Now, that's kind of her early life. Now we're going to get into some of her relationships in her adult life. We're going to start with David Kellett, or Kellett. In 1973... This is the year where Catherine met her coworker David Kellett. Or we'll go with Colette. It rolls off the tongue better. I don't think that's what it is, but fuck it. It was the 70s. David was a also a heavy drinker, which kind of stemmed from two incidents from when he was working of, for the railway systems in Coffs Harbor. Uh, the first of which, his best friend was killed in front of him in a shunting accident. What the fuck is a shunting? Uh, from what I understood, I loosely looked it up, and it's like uh, um, uh, like track switching. Oh, okay. I believe is, is the overall gist of that situation. The second of which was when he rescued injured occupants of a school bus in Kempsey, which had been struck by a train killing six of the children. Ooh. Yeah, that'll put you in a bad mood. That'll kind of fuck your day up, I guess, pussy. 
Now, David was known around town as being a good dude, but would drink too much and was not shy about getting into a fight. It was also known around town that if David was out drinking and got into a fight, Catherine would roll up Debo style and throw down side by side with her man prince. Gotta like a woman's got your back. Like, hey, K- oi, Kathy, these fucks over here trying to start a little scuff with me. Oh, I'll be right there, honey. Don't you wor- don't worry about a fucking thing. You want me to bring the Molly Whopper? And she just rolled up and be like, oi, cunts, come have a go. Apparently she just beat the fuck out of grown men. Sweet. She's just out there like fucking China, R.I.P. China with a Y. In case anybody's wondering. Apparently there's some new chick that's supposed to be like the strongest woman ever to wrestle. Okay. Doesn't look as uh, masculine as China, though. But that's besides, I don't know her fucking name. I don't watch that shit. (laughs) Excuse me. Now, David and Catherine kind of fell in love. And one day, Catherine basically just straight up told David that they were getting married. Well, she's a bad bitch. From what I, I believe he was, I believe he was drunk, and like he woke up and she was like, "I can't believe you're gonna marry me, David. I love you." And he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Where's my Fosters? Oi, don't talk to me about getting married unless I've had my my Vegemite in the morning. Tastes like shit." Can't go back to sleep after that. <clears throat> now, on the wedding day, the couple showed up to the ceremony on Catherine's motorcycle. David was trashy face drunk. He was also riding while Catherine was driving. So David came to his own wedding with his wife on a motorcycle, drunk as fuck, riding bitch. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good start. I don't see. you telling me this did not last? No. This is first. Shocker. This is first on the list. And I would like to think that the Scorpions was playing. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Hey, I ain't riding. Or yeah. fucking, what was, it? was it Motley Crue? I can't drive. 55. No, that was Sammy Hagar. Oh, just Sammy Hagar? Yes. Mm. That was Sammy Hagar before Van Halen. Mm. Either way. That was like the only hit he really had, I think. Or insert, really. insert really any 80s song. Would be perfect for that situation. Huh. Yeah. It's like a Pat Benatar song. I love rock and roll. That was Joan Jett. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. You are just killing it in your music history. I know. Well, we can all agree. That era kind of lost on me. Joan Jett was... I like Joan Jett. I don't say she's bad, but that whole era I was, was not really Pat my... Pat Benatar fan. That whole era was not really my thing. Well, it was before your time. I have listened to a lot of shit that was before my time. But I just don't. You uh, didn't live it. I think they. I think that whole generation just kind of mailed it in. No, I mean there was some good shit, but see the problem. Not very. Not 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 very deep. It was very surface level. Well, you have to admit that for the most part, as far as popular shit goes, very surface level. Didn't really have to dive into the lyrics very much. Well, but every year has gotten progressively more deep. I mean. Trust me, there was nothing deep about the fucking Beach Boys, you know, from the 60s. Well, maybe maybe there would have been if they would have released those fucking Charles Manson songs. Which, speaking of that, you probably heard that one, what, uh, whatever podcast I can't Necronomicon. Yes, yes. They played, they played one of his recordings. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker wasn't bad. He wasn't. He could actually carry a tune. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad. I was, it wasn't, you know first two episodes of American Idol bad. 
it was like it's one of those situations where like what would have happened if they would have just given him the goddamn record deal? Maybe Much like what would have happened if they were alive. What would have happened if they would have just let Hitler into fucking art school? Yeah, no shit. But that that's neither here nor there. So again, wedding day, Catherine rolls up, David's drunk on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> fucking good start. We're off to a good start, folks. Now, on the day the two were married, Catherine's mother told David, her mother told him, and this is a quote, you better watch this one or she'll fucking kill you. Stir her up the wrong way or do the wrong thing and you're fucked. Don't ever think of playing up on her. She'll fucking kill you. Now, playing up on her is like... uh Australian jargon for cheating. Oh. Yeah. So it's so, <laughs> twice her mother told her new husband she will fucking kill you. <laughs> Drunk riding bitch on the motorcycle on the way to the ceremony. Mom her mom told you she'd kill you twice. He was warned. Man's got high hopes. He's a dreamer. I, if he was sober, maybe he would have said, you know what? I think I'm going to set this one out. Just saying. He, like I said, he had high hopes, and I'm here for it. I, I, I appreciate his wherewithal to have a bright and shiny outlook on this fucking shit his, show. He made his bet he was going to lay in it. Maybe on his side half the time because she beat the fuck out of him. But, you know, Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Hold on a minute. We're talking Catherine, right? Yeah. Catherine one was the one that was who was raped ten times a day. Catherine's mother. Okay, Catherine's mother. Okay, yes, the okay. one who said this. Okay, okay. Which that will kind of come into play right now. So on the night of the wedding, Catherine tried to strangle David because he only had sex with her three times. Now that being said, she was upset at this because she heard multiple times from her mother about how her father had sex with her five times on the night of their wedding. I'm assuming that at least some of those were non-consensual. But apparently she heard about her parents consummating the marriage five times on the night of their wedding. So she got fucking mad because David only dropped it on her three times and tried to strangle him. Unsuccessfully. The more this goes on, the more I'd like to party with this bitch. (laughs) I don't think so. So at one time while Catherine was pregnant, she burned all of David's clothing Excuse me. And shoes before hitting him across the back of the head with a frying pan because he came home late from a darts competition after he reached the finals. That's deserving. If you're in a dart fucking tournament, you deserve to be beaten. Now, David tried to run before he collapsed at the neighbor's house and was then treated for a fractured skull. Yes. Police wanted to charge Catherine Knight, but she talked David into dropping the charges. I guess she was a real good sweet talker when she wasn't in her aggro mode. My One of my favorite of all of Steve Irwin's crocodiles, by the way, aggro. Now, he also claims that later on he woke up to see Catherine dragging one of her knives across his throat before laughing and telling him how easy it would be for her to kill him. Call me crazy? Out of those like five or six facts that we just went over, I would argue that at least... One is a fucking red flag here. 
Maybe that one. Maybe the time that her mom told me she told you she'll fucking kill you twice on your wedding day. Maybe the fact that you felt the need to get pissed drunk before your wedding and then ride bitch on the motorcycle up to the fucking ceremony. Well, maybe the fact that she cracked your fucking skull open with a frying pan. Well, this is kind of the mo in domestic violence. Now, ninety nine percent of the time, it's it's, it's the other way around. Yeah. To where I'm sure men are capable. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. I'm just different. I wake up and my significant other has a knife to my throat saying this. I might play long for about six hours. And guess what? I'm leaving to go to work and I ain't coming back. Right. One would think. But I I guess that a man can have the same denial issues that, you know, happen a lot try to justify it in their mind. I guess it's very plausible. I don't know. But it's possible. Yeah. Now, in May of 1976, shortly after their first child was born, David Collette left Catherine for another woman and moved to Queensland. Good call, bud. You should have did it before the child was born, I'm just saying. Yahtzee. Wait for it. Catherine allegedly threatened to chop their daughter into pieces if he didn't come back and also allegedly swung their kid around like a fucking hammer toss in the Olympics by her ankles. That's just good fun. Apparently, that's a thing. I'm trying to think. Not, I mean, not that aggressively, obviously. But. I remember my daughters. I swung them around, but by like the hand, you know, like <laughs> arms underneath the shoulders. You just buffalo billing it. Yeah. <laughs> No, underneath the shoulders and squint around to where, to where their feet. Throwing like a fucking bolo. Not uh, what would I watch the other day? Uh, last Thursday, uh, Blade of Glory. Oh my god! <laughs> I fucking dude, that is the most slept-on fucking Will Ferrell movie. I have said it. I'm not a big. I've covered this and talked about this a hundred times on this podcast. Not a Will Ferrell fan. Not but a that Will Ferrell fan. Funny. That, was, that was funny. Did you watch Semi Pro? No, I've never seen. I've seen parts of it. You got to watch Semi Pro. That's another one of those ones that like that shit's just funny. I have a fucking. I have a bronze bust of Ron Burgundy you from would. Anchorman. You fucking would. That's how I know that his full legal name is Ronald Joseph Aaron Burgundy. Why is that not out here instead of the skull? I thought about it before the show. I, I it's literally sitting in my room. Ghost. So back to the uh, good stuff. The next day, Catherine was seen pushing her baby, Melissa, in a stroller down the main street of the town and was, like, apparently, like, violently swinging and throwing the stroller side to side into random shit as she walked down the street. That's not funny. It is kind of funny. (laughs) She's playing bumper cars. (laughs) It's a, it's a fucking mental image, man. Like, like it's funny to think of because, like, if you saw that, I would automatically be in, like, there's not a fucking baby in there. And then if I did walk up and I was like, there's a fucking baby in there. Well, she's just, what the fuck are you doing? She's just getting in advance because, you know, as the daughter would get older, she'd let her push her shopping cart and kids always run into fucking everything. Yeah. She's just playing it forward a little bit, you know? So <laughs> after this. After this, she was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital, where she was diagnosed with postnatal depression and spent several weeks recovering. That shit's serious, though. It is. Now, after she was released, Catherine placed two-month-old Melissa on a railway line shortly before a train was due to pass through, then stole an axe, went into town, and threatened to kill several people while swinging the axe around like Paul Bunyan's crazy ex-wife. 
I don't. Yeah. This bitch should not have any. Hey, she does kill people, right? Eventually. I'm taking since. Just hold. What? Maybe. I don't feel bad about calling her a bitch because I've called her a bitch. Oh, no. She's definitely a fucking bitch. Okay. Thank you. She's an asshole, dickhead, piece of shit, all that. Okay. But she likes to fuck, so I'm kind of torn here. <laughs> I'm torn. Like that, like Natalie Ambruglia. Lying naked on the floor. Losing everything. I think that fucking song is about sexual assault. Somebody brought it up to me at work one like years ago and I listened to it and I was like, holy fuck, this really does kind of sound like sexual assault. We'll have to listen to it later. What's your opinion? So, (laughs) fuck you, Instagram notifications. So, luckily, a local man known as Old Ted, he was, um, he was uh, without a dwelling, if you will. We'll keep it PC. Houseless, I think, is the new term. He was foraging. I guess. Now, he was foraging for food near the railway line, found Melissa, and saved her literally minutes before the scheduled train passed by where she had been left. Yeah. Like, probably so close that fucking Tonto could have put his head on the railroad tracks and been like, it sounds like Great Stampede of Buffalo, Kibosabe. Two minutes. Speaking of, I know the Super Bowl's been a sore subject in the chat. Did you see during the Super Bowl they were showing those international viewing parties? And one of them was in Germany. And I guess there's a lot of Chiefs fans in Germany. And, like, I don't think they had the, oh, I don't think they had it right, and they are doing this. And I was like, oh, God, please catch the one German guy that, like, turns the chop from the chop. And he's like, oh, I was like, God damn it, it needs to fucking happen. He's a piece of shit. And it's like, yeah, I can't I can't help it. I can't. My arm starts to move, and it just does it. I don't know why. Oh, that is fucking I hilarious. got it from my grandfather. But, dude, I was watching that. I was watching the video of them doing it, and I was like, oh, my God, just. Fucking keep that camera on for five more minutes. Somebody's gonna throw it in. Somebody. Oh my do. god, dude! They, they, some drunk German guy had to fucking do it. Anyway, after this, Catherine was arrested and taken to St. Elmo's again, but she signed herself out the following day. Okay. Yet another outlandish fucking failure of the public works of the continent and country of Australia, specifically the town of Aberdeen. Aberdeen's a shithole. Good job, guys. Fucking great call there. A few days after that, Catherine slashed a woman's face. This was like a neighbor. She had as she went to her house and knocked on her door and said, told her that her baby was sick and asked her if she would take her to the doctor. And at this point, she entered the dwelling, cut the woman's face and then demanded that she drive her to, uh, I was about to say Cleveland, to Queensland so she could find David, her estranged husband at this point. Aberdeen, Cleveland, you know, not much difference. Now, no, Queensland. She was trying to go to Queensland to go get David back. Because David, you know, was hung. Yeah, I guess. She needed somebody, she needed somebody to ride bitch on her motorcycle. But couldn't do it four times, could only do it three. But both hands, David. I don't want you falling off. <laughs> Fucking twat. Now, 
the woman once this happened and the woman grabbed i believe it was her two kids because her kids were with her loaded them up in the car they get going now the woman had to stop at a petrol station as they call it so she stopped at this gas station and by the time police arrived Catherine had taken a young boy hostage and was threatening him with a knife this happened because during all of that the woman when she finally escaped <laughs> excuse me had took her kids locked herself and her kids in the office of the gas station so Catherine goes banging on the door and then apparently goes and with her bare hands removes a fucking blade from like a big ass lawnmower that's nearby and uses the blade to chop down the door of the fucking office gets the girl lady's son and that's the kid she was holding hostage when the cops got there she's a goddamn superhero of she's a supervillain she's she hulk jason for the love of god she's jay sandra she's she hulk she's australian she hulk what the fuck's in the water in australia vegemite vegemite and platypus piss God damn, she is. That's a lot of alliteration for two words. Platypus piss. That is shit. Say that three times fast. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the cops got there. This bitch has a fucking little kid held hostage with a lawnmower blade and a knife. See, you know why she used the lawnmower blade? Why? Because she knew she would need a more stout blade or item to get through the door, and she didn't want to mess up her butcher's knife. That's why like she it. ripped the fucking blade off of a goddamn lawnmower with her bare hands. She went and she fucking... I think I love her. She did it like Kane in the Hell in the Cell. She's still alive? Yeah. I think I'm going to Charlie Manson marry her. Good luck. How old is she? 67. She's the same age as my dad would be. Yeah. 55. Huh. 1955, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so... <laughs> this part's kind of funny. The cops got there, and she was eventually disarmed and arrested when the police attacked her with brooms. <laughs> brooms? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a fucking penal colony. Do your cops not have cops or your, your cu- guns? You're out here beating this bitch with a fucking broom. Oi, come here, you fuck off. <laughs> Somebody g- get the fucking Bissell. The cheap, the cheap green one from fucking Walgreens ain't doing it. It just bends on a giant fucking melon. Oh, shit. What are you going to do, Jim? Grab that broom. You grab the mop. I'll get the vacuum. We're going to beat the fuck out of it. <laughs> we got no choice. Why'd you beat her with the broom? I had no choice, Cap. She was going She was going all kinds of aggro. All that I seen was a bit of a broom. Grabbed the broom, broke it in half, gave the other half to Jeff. I said, Jeff, either we're going to live or we're going to die. If I'm going to die with somebody, I want it to be you in that brim. Huddle up. My luck. I'd be the one. Get, I, they'd stick me with the Swiffer. All right, boys, let's huddle up. Let's have a bit of a convo. Ma'am, if you could please just keep threatening the child, we're going to have a little talk. All right, boys. This is the moment we trained for. This bitch is fucking aggro as fuck, crazy and a piss pig. All we got is this goddamn broom broken in three pieces for the three of us. I don't even know. They only have fucking three brooms. So now we've got less distance on her. She's arms long as fuck. <laughs> She's gangly as shit. Her knuckles look like fucking Randy Couture's forehead. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to make it out of this. You, 
Just try not to cry. You, I hope you had your fucking monster energy drink this morning because you're going to fucking need it, bud. And me, well, I'm the most important. I'll be in the back. So now it's fucking go time. Any questions? Put your fucking hand down because you know I don't have an answer to your question. <laughs> fucking brooms. I also, I also so wondered, I was like, me. is this multiple brooms or did they have to use the same broom? They or is they, it, I would hope it's multiple. <laughs> so you got, you got two of them like poking her trying to keep her back while she's just fist of fear and these motherfuckers with the lawnmower blade. And one guy's just like whack a mole her over the top. She's, this is in Queensland, right? Or just like, this is on the ways of Queensland. Ways. Queensland. So you're telling me these cops brought broomsticks to I a don't know if they lawnmower, have. That's what I was, I was also bikes. wondering that. Like, do they have the brooms? Like, do they just drive around with the? Oh, we got to go and patrol. Don't forget the fucking broom. If I get yelled at for leaving da- leaving a fucking cigarette butt on Main Street one more again, it's your fucking fault, Jeff. Oh, you're not Jeff. Where's fucking Jeff? <laughs> Where the fuck is Jeff? Jeff, oi, meh. Sorry about that. Oh, Leave God. my goddamn fucking broom in the fucking office one more again. I'll oh, fuck. fuck you off proper right quick, mate. I'll feed you to Stevie Boy's Crocs. You're going to catch a fucking stingray in the hat. Didn't find that information out. I did not find out if they, if, if they brought the brooms that they beat her with with them, or if the brooms were provided by the set by said petrol station. I just don't think it's a wise choice to bring up brooms to a lawnmower blade. What? Fight. I'm just saying. <laughs> and also, like, again, why don't you? And I also wonder. I was like, I was like, is, is this just like, is this like a a a, a, um, a like a slang term down there? For like a baton, yeah, that's, that's the first pop. thing I was thinking. I was like, I, well, I, I don't even want to say that's, that shit. I don't even want to say that's what I was thinking. That's what I was hoping. I'm hoping that they call their batons broomsticks or something like that, and they weren't just like, like they're just piss out of luck. They don't have anything but handcuffs and a fucking. They're like the security guards in that one movie. They have hand, they no handcuffs. They have pepper spray, and then they have that little leather f- pouch that holds enough to fucking call the cops on the payphone in case it gets really out of hand. I'm just like, are you just sitting there and you're like, like, you're like, we got a day something. You got a fucking gun? No, no. Should have passed the last text, Levy. Of course, we don't have any fucking guns. Fuck. A knife? No. Brace knuckles? No. Pepper spray? No. Fuck. Billy club? No. Yeah, that's right. They don't give us those either, do they? Rock? No. Anybody have a small child we can throw? <laughs> and then like, like some some fucking some old ass lady with thick ass Coke bottle glasses just comes out of left field with three fucking brooms and she's like, Hey yeah, boys. And he's like, Oh fuck yeah. That's perfect. I mean the gun would have been ideal, but a baton, because they say baton, not baton. I'm glad we left the batons at the office. I'd much rather have the broomsticks because it gives us a bit of a, a bit of distance. Cause this bitch is wild. She crikey, she's fucking off proper, right? Well, I don't know why I keep going British, like out of nowhere. I keep, I keep, you know, the whole. I just keep seeing pictures of my. Cause and also, I'm like, man, you're lucky it's the '70s. Because if it was today and you had those shitty metal broom handles, you'd hit her once and it'd bend, and she just like you'd activate her like super inner mega bitch, and she'd be like, and you'd be like, oh fuck, run! I just keep picturing the uh, crocodile Dundee in that one scene where. He- Oh, 
<laughs> no, you, oh, you call that a knife? This is a knife. You call that a broomstick? This, <laughs> this is, is a broomstick. broomstick. Oh. Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they do the uh the the fucking water buffalo on the road thing? Hmm. Might have worked. Might have. You never know. Because those bitches clearly are Wait fucking some. It's Australian. Boomerangs don't come standard issue for the cops. What the fuck? Fuck, give me boomerang. You miss her. Fuck, here it comes. <laughs> I didn't put on my me, me catching glove. Damn it, Jeff lost it. Just throw a. F- just grab, grab the fucking giant python that we all know was within eight feet of you because you're in fucking Australia and whip that around like she did with her kid and then fat right at her ass. What about. A, get a kangaroo, beat the shit out of her, <laughs> or throw a koala bear at her and give her chlamydia. I don't know. Yeah, Do that's something. not a bad option either. Like, you have literally so many horrific animals. You got options. Just fucking go gently catch a funnel web spider and then flick it at her. Because <laughs> that motherfucker will put you down quick. Is that the big one the size of your... No, that's a huntsman spider. Oh, that's a huntsman. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't use broomsticks. We just went on a fucking eight minute broomstick rant, but god damn it. Like, that's just such a funny fucking. I, you just got this big, burly, fucking curly headed bitch with glasses. And like every picture I saw of her, she was wearing like fucking Looney Tunes shirts and shit. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's got those big fucking like half sunglasses, glasses from the 80s and shit. And she's like, oh, my name's fucking Catherine. And these guys are just like, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> I severely hope, seriously hope, and severely hope. Broomstick is just the Australian terminology for baton. Or like they or already they already know her and like they know she's like she's like a terrible mom and a terrible wife and like her house is fucking a mess all the time and they're just like beating the shit over being like this is fucking horribly ironic. She's not gonna learn how to use this. <laughs> <laughs> she's never seen a broom before. Fuck off <laughs> Me personally I use a toilet brush. Fuck it. I'm coming at you. Mm, rubber spatula. Ooh, ancient, yeah. Ancient Mima treatment. Mm, yeah. A little stripes reference there. Mm. <laughs> oh, ancient Mima's racist, too. I will say, did you ever see the old Aunt Jemima bottles? They were pretty fucking racist. Like the really sure old ones. The really old ones, they were pretty fucking racist. I went to a fucking uh, antiques market over there. You know, the one that's kind of close, the big fucking one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went in there and, like, literally every five minutes, I was like, oh, look, old timey racism. <laughs> literally, like, every five fucking minutes walking around that place, it's like $400. For what? The fuck? Racism. What are you fucking charging as much as your ancestors tried to fucking pay for them? You dickhead. Like, racism was fucked and slavery is, was fucked when it was a thing. Well, it's still a fuck thing. off charging that much for some sh- racist shit. Just give it away so people can break it. It's a piece of history. What the fuck are you talking about? That piece of history is about as useful and historical as these goddamn broomsticks were against She-Hulk. Literally, you ever want a good time? Just take me to an antiques place. I will walk around in with even with the old people around me that are like, "I love everything." I'll be like, "Ha ha ha!" That's fucking racist. Especially the ones, there's a couple booths that had like an, a strange amount of uh, oriental materials. And looking at some of those, I was like, I'm me and I'm almost offended by that. <laughs> that one's fucking bad. You know, some of them were so bad. I remember when I was a kid in the you know late 70s, early 80s. You know, those lawn ornaments with the guy. Oh my the God. Candle. Yeah. Those were fucking. Even at like seven, eight years old, I was like, 
That yeah. That's kind of. Oh, they always had the white lips and sh- or the white like, around the lips and then the red lips. I'm, I'm like, like, oh my god, it's fucking terrible. That's a, I'm, I'm like, like, you know, I'm not the most, I'm not like a super sensitive fucking snowflake person, but I'm like, fucking racist is fucking racist. <laughs> like, you know, as a as a kid, seven eight years old in the late seventies, early eighties, I'm like, I think that's a little wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was the same way when I was a kid. I was like, that seemed kind of fucked. <laughs> Cannonball. <laughs> Fuck huh. off, broomstick. Huh. Does it come in white? Now I'm starting to see these cops, like, like I would imagine they're Australian cops, so they have, like, the chips fucking, or, like, the Reno 911 shorts. <laughs> and I just see three of them, like, fucking going Donatello from Ninja Turtles with these fucking broomsticks. They're like, oh, I fuck off. <laughs> You've... I'll be back on the... <laughs> you know how many times I've watched that fucking Bruce Lee movie, bitch? You about to enter the fucking dragon. All right, let's get, let's get off the broomsticks. You already kind of look like Chuck Norris. You have to get fucked up. Let's get off the broomsticks. Right. <laughs> let's move on past the broomsticks. I'm sure there'll be something else to rant on here <laughs> So shortly. after she was apprehended and everything, Catherine told the nurses that she intended to kill the mechanic at the gas station because he had repaired David's car, allowing him to leave, and then kill both her husband and his mother when she got to Queensland. Well, you know, at least she has dreams. Yeah, yeah okay. Now, when police told David about the incident, he left his girlfriend and moved to Aberdeen with his mom to help support Catherine. What the fuck are you talking about, bud? Motherfucker was scared. She must have... What the fuck? She really did a number on you with that frying pan, didn't she, dip fuck? I mean, I'm I'm kind of sympathetic here. I mean... Somebody needs to beat the fuck out of him with a broom. I'm just saying. She probably did. She was like, oh, you made this happen to me now. You got to get fucked up. I'm just saying he was scared to death. Can't beat him, Jordan. He was already gone. But she tracked fucking, down. You fu- no, she, she didn't get there. <laughs> but she, He heard about it. She was talked coming. to the fucking cops. And then he said, hey, mom, come on back with me now. I'm just, It'll be all right. She's fine. Don't worry about it. She's got it out of a system. I'm just saying. It's like a bad fever. It fucks you up for a little while, then it's gone. She's fine. Not, not a fucking care in the world. We're good. I, I'm, I don't blame him. I say fuck it. I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> All right. Because you know, you know, they say they're crazy. They're good in bed. So Catherine, I don't must give a fuck. A she cracked his fucking skull. <laughs> she must have been. She had, she had good. something. She had. She, uh, there was something about this this chick that like she kept people coming back. But we'll move well, on now. From what I the thumbnail wasn't her looks. Mm. Well, it's Australia. Yeah, that's true. Well, she must be mm. able to suck a golf ball through a garden hose. I'm pretty sure the most attractive woman in Australia is fucking Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 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 now, after this, they all moved to a suburb of Brisbane. It's not Brisbane. I know that's a big fucking area of annoyance for australian people it's brisbane okay so brisbane <laughs> where Catherine, hey australia likes us every other month or so so okay we love you australia where Catherine and got yet a, you just said basically you jackman's the prettiest woman in australia <laughs> so fuck off i don't know bindi Irwin's kind of fucking hot okay that's just wrong what well what she is of age now yeah she's like fucking 22 or some shit i think it's mostly the fact that she's always got fucking like crocodiles and shit I'm not even, like, half the time I'm just like, man, look at that salty. That is a beautiful blue Insularis. 
God, you're a dork. That's the prettiest snake there is. One of. There's, They're like neon blue. There's no such thing as a pretty snake. They're like neon blue. I don't do spiders or snakes. And they're arboreal I'm from birth. They're arboreal from birth because they're from the Komodo Islands and they get eaten if they're on the ground. I don't give a fuck. Did you know there's also uh, parts of the world where goats climb trees so that they're not ground, they're not as easily caught by predat- ground predators? Yeah, like you can just go places in Africa, like, and there'll be like you go by somebody's goat herd, and like half of them will be up in a fucking tree. I'm just trying to visualize a goat climbing a fucking tree. It's much less entertaining than visualizing three grown men beat a fucking woman with broomsticks. <laughs> that is true. Fuck but... off, fucking bitch. Fuck, fuck. She's got the other end. <laughs> the three of them tug a Warren the fucking broomstick away from her. God damn it. I get stuck with the bristles. Fuck. Oh man. So they moved to a suburb of Brisbane where she got where Catherine got a job at another slaughterhouse. This is great. Like after all that's been going on, let's give this fucking heifer a job in a slaughterhouse with knives. Again? Or, yeah. Wait. Yeah, this is after the last one, right? Yeah. Okay. Well man, she needs more knives. We need another butcher knife. Right. Now her family thought that David was at fault and doing fucked up shit because she just kind of spun a web of lies throughout this whole thing. Shocker. To the point that one day David went to pick Catherine up from her mother's house, and when Catherine's mother, Barbara, came out to the car to tell, basically tell him to fuck off and leave her daughter alone, Catherine saw this out the window or through the door or something like that, fucking goes fucking stomping out there like the like looking like fucking... Dave Bautista with long hair and less tattoos spins her mom around and just fucking knocks her clean the fuck out with a one hitter quitter in the driveway. So her mom's in her fucking like sixties at this point. So because her mom's her mom is going off of what she told her telling David to fuck off because he's a piece of shit because of what Catherine told her. And because of that, Catherine goes out there and just mops the fuck out of her mom. She a bad bitch. She's something. Just, just from from all reports, just knocked her mom clean the fuck out with one shot in the middle of the fucking driveway. I think I'm in love. <laughs> She's this bitch is just walking around like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> well, if Ronda Rousey was a better boxer, Chris Cyborg. There you go. There you go. That fucking, I mean, great fighter, but not the most attractive woman I've ever seen. No. But about two two pegs below Hugh Jackman. <laughs> or insert anybody. I don't even know anybody else from Australia, I'll be honest. The Hemsworths. Oh, I'd fuck them. Smash. Not Ian. Smash. No. Smash both the Hemsworths and fucking uh, Hugh Jackman. Is Russell Crowe Australian? Uh, New Zealand. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any famous women from Australia? I think Nicole Kidman's from... Smash! <laughs> um, Wait, it depends on what Co- Nicole Kidman we're talking about. Like, are we talking about like Dirty Turn of the Century? Uh, what was that fucking movie she was in with Tom Cruise? Days of Thunder. Mm. Oh, or are you talking uh, where... Days of Thunder... Where was he was Irish. Uh, yeah, where... Far away. Far and away. Far and away, yeah. A fucking good movie. And kind of low-key funny as fuck. When she fucking when she didn't know how to wash the clothes and she was twisting around, he was like, he was like, you got your your soap, 
and you you and he was like and you you fucking soap <laughs> he said and you plunge and scrub plunge and scrub and when you're done with your plunging and scrubbing and he flapped it out super hard put it on the clothesline and then like fu- like fucking tactical grabs those clothespins off of his back belt line and just said bah. <laughs> like that, that, that whole scene was fucking comedy gold all they again, needed was somebody beating the shit out of a she-hulk with a fucking broomstick and it would have been fucking perfect and again eyes wide shut nicole mm. That little kid that was like, he said, to the line, gentlemen. And fucking Cole Meany was like, Jesus Christ, bye. But there's actually quite a few attractive actresses from Australia, I believe. I don't know any of them. Other than you, Jackman. (laughs) And the Hemsworths. (laughs) Anywho. uh, So, after throughout all this, they had one more child. Because what do you do after all of this behavior? You bring another more. child into this world and into this relationship. This one will solve all the problems. But after this, they did split. After the, that child, they did split up. And she moved around a couple times did, in a couple uh, different places. Did he pick his death? <laughs> no, I, I, it just, I just saw that they just they split. She was probably fucking some other guy, realistically. Um, and then she moved around a little bit, started faking a back injury so she could get like subsidies to live off of and shit. You know. More power to you. Fuck it. That's like that. That's that is the least of the world's worries with this fucking woman. If that's all she's doing, leave her alone. Give her that fucking that behavior award from <laughs> elementary school. Dust that motherfucker off. Get get her her first seventeen boyfriends fucking blood and teeth off of it and give her the award again. So this brings us to David Saunders. The a lot of Davids. There's another David. Jesus At the end Christ. of this. You think now, the word would get out on her? If your name's David, run. Now, she, Catherine met 38-year-old minor David Saunders in 1986. Shortly after that, he moved, he moved in with her and her daughters, but kept his old apartment. That's fair. If you're going to move in super quick, yeah, maybe keep your place. You never know. I think that's a wise call. Well, she would freak out on him about what he may or may not have been doing when she wasn't around and would throw him out of the house quite often. Then he would move back to his apartment where she would then follow him and then beg him to come back again. I've been in relationships like this. We're off to a bad start. And then in May, 1987, she cut the throat of his two month old dingo puppy in front of him. Just Excuse me, just to show him an example of what would happen if he ever cheated on her. What exactly is a dingo puppy? It's like a dingo. A dingo is a like a a wild oh. dog. Okay. Yeah. Bitch. Now kill all the men you want, but Yeah, they're you, low key kinda cute. Now you're pushed now you've just crossed the line. They kinda look like have you ever seen a Shiba Inu? I'm sure I have, but mm. I'm trying to think of it it's like their version of a wolf. Okay. Smaller, not is it, well, is, I guess it's. I can when you say dingo, I just think of the ultimate. Dingo warrior. ate my baby. The ultimate warrior. Uh, he was originally the dingo warrior. You didn't think of the dingo ate my baby. No, we can do that story sometime. Um. So yeah, she slit. She cut the throat of his two-month-old dingo puppy. Well, fuck her. Yeah. Um. And then she knocked him the fuck out with a frying pan. <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. Maybe but all the see, guys should do the cooking. I'm no, just no. See, there's one secret at the whole, at the heart of this. Get a fucking broom. <laughs> Get a it's broom. It's clearly her kryptonite. 
She beats the fuck out of you with everything she can get her hands on. Cuts motherfuckers, hits them with frying pans. You pull out that fucking, that Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> oh, and she's like, and she just goes vampire on you. You pull out a fucking, uh, what is it? The fucking, is it Quickie brand or whatever the fuck it is? The green ones that you get at Walgreens? You pull out one of those and she, <laughs> like, she just fucking curls up in the corner. What would a mop would do to her? Oh, maybe make her smell a little fucking better. <laughs> oh. She didn't look like she smelled like roses and lilies. Which, that wouldn't be really good anyway, because I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Roses don't really smell good. They don't smell bad, but... But anyway, I digress. So, in June of 1988, she gave birth to a third daughter named Sarah. I'm taking David's... (laughs) David's the father. Yeah. Okay. So, David Saunders put down a deposit on a house, which Catherine decorated with animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks, leaving nothing, including the ceilings... Is undecorated. She, is she the muscle for a fucking biker gang? Jesus That's what I was Christ. saying. Is she is she the interior designer for the bad guy from fucking Roadhouse? <laughs> Remember when he pushed over the fucking polar bear on that fat kid? Weston? Yeah. That fucking chotch bag. Now, after the two got into an argument and Catherine hit Saunders in the face with an iron before stabbing him in the abdomen with a pair of scissors... He moved back to his apartment, which was in Scone, but later returned home to Aberdeen, where Catherine had cut up all of his clothes. Yeah. Was she making a nice quilt? Probably not. Probably not. I don't understand these people. Now, Saunders took some time off of work and went into hiding from Catherine at this point, and when he returned a few months later, this time, I will give this guy this one. He returned several months. He, he he evaded Catherine for several months or a few months. And when he came back, he came back to see his daughter. I can unwrap my head around that one, especially considering the person that he she was left with. Considering well, her her history with children already. Can I ask a question? You can. I can't tell you if I can answer it. Well, he might be a piece of shit. I think maybe... He should have took the daughter with him. You would think. Throw the kid in the car. Let's go. Call me cray cray. I'm just saying. Get in the car. Fuck off. Fuck her. Jesus Christ. She cut out me fucking. She cut out me polo. I mean, he's driving. I got no more Lacoste. He's in such a hurry to get out of the fucking house, scared shitless. He gets about 20 miles away and says, oh, shit, I forgot the kid. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. I'll get another one when I get back in town. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. on your own. So, when he returned a few months later to see his daughter, he found that Catherine had gone to the police and told them she was afraid of him and twisted the whole thing up again, which ended up in basically, I can't remember the exact terms of it, but basically like what we know as a protection order against David. And that everything kind of just dissolved from there with him. So, that kind of wrapped that one up for the most part. Then we get to John Chillingworth. This is a really short one. Catherine met John Chillingworth through her job in 1991 and gave birth to a boy named Eric the following year. They were together for three years before she left him for a man she had been having an affair with for a long time named John Price. That's pretty much that whole story. Well, it sounds like John Chillingworth got off fucking easy. It's all Johns and Davids. And I lied. We were done with David. But anyway, the the, the Davids. But like... 
I want to know how many times she beat the fuck out of him. You know she did. You sure she did? I mean, she's I mean, just walking around. She's fucking, she's like Bruiser Brody around here. Just fucking. I just want to know how she have to go home good, get new fucking frying pans and shit. <laughs> Jesus fuck? Christ. Yeah, they don't sell, they don't sell those on fucking late night I TV. Mean, I mean, you're talking every breakfast. You're having a fucking moment. You Dude, walk, could you, you imagine? If so, could you imagine how much money you could potentially make in the Australian market if you got this fucking bitch to sponsor to sell your frying pans on like fucking infomercials? Exactly. I can tell you right now, I've cracked this fucking frying pan into no less than four hundred and sixty-four melons, from ranging from John to David to fucking Will. Still here. Look at it. Eggs just slide right around. I can cook a whole pan of cheese. Burns like a motherfucker. Slides right out. I mean, that would be torture, not knowing where they're going to get an omelet or a fucking cracked melon. Jesus Christ. Right? Like, what happens when you get knocked the fuck out with the frying pan, and then you come to, and she's being all nice, making you food in the frying pan that she knocked you the fuck out with? Seasoned with your blood. Especially if it's like the Looney Tunes. Hold and on a minute. I got a little bit of my skull in there. Especially okay. if it's like the Looney Tunes, and there's a, like a literal, like, a, 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 an embossing, an, an embossing of your <laughs> face in the pan. For so the rest of your life, you're eating omelets and fucking like shit like that that's shaped like your own cranium. Hmm. I kind of like that. It's very personalized. Yes. So this brings us to John Price, John the Price. man who she cheated on John Chillingworth with for quite some time, from what I understand. John Charles Thomas Price was a father of three when Catherine started an affair with him. John was known around town as a, quote, terrific bloke and was liked by everyone who knew him. His youngest daughter stayed with his former wife when he was separated from her in 1988, and his two older children lived with him. <coughs> it is important kind of to understand that at... Garbage night. That at least initially, John Price was not actually divorced from his ex-wife. Because through all this, there's this uh, repeating fact that um, apparently, like, John Price's ex-wife didn't really have anything to say about him, like, in a bad light. And I guess, like, they were probably still in love. And I don't know what led them to leave one another, but, like, everything was good. It was a very amicable break, a separation and shit like that. I didn't really find a whole lot of detail on why exactly that separation came to be, considering that she really it's not like she was running his name through the fucking mud or nothing like that. So take that as you will. They just grew apart. I guess. Now, John knew that Catherine was a little crazy and violent when he moved into her house yeah. in 1995. But the sex was outstanding. I don't give a fuck. Now, his kids liked Catherine, actually. Their father was making really good money working in the vines. And apart from some violent arguments... Quote, there's a quote from Catherine. Life was a bunch of roses. The fuck do you mean? Uh, it's the, it's the, 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 apart from some violent arguments. Huh? Apart from some violent arguments, it was all fucking good. No. As, violent arguments are fine as long as no punches are thrown. See, that's, that's the other thing is like, was it a violent, like violent as in like very heated? Or violent as in she's knocking the fuck out with frying pans. 
or he's beating her with a broom because apparently that's the only thing that she's that she that can take her out. Well, I just know if we're fucking me and Catherine are getting into it and she makes her way to the kitchen. I'm out the door. I'm Kool-Aid man that shit out the fucking front. Yeah, boys, we got another call. We got to get out and get old Catherine Knight. You know what that means? You know what that means, rookie? Nah? Catherine's like a werewolf or a vampire. You ought to have a secret weapon. Is it silver bullets or a wooden stake? It's kind of like a wooden stake. This here fucking broomstick. I've had this broomstick since my first encounter with this burly broad... Been through a lot of fucking Catherine Knight calls me in this broomstick. As you can see, on one side, I've macked every time that I've gotten the best of her. And on the other side, that has more macks. There's all the time she, uh, she got the broomstick away from me and then my power was gone. Once you, remember that, Rook. Get a shoelace tied around the broomstick. Tie the shoelace from the broomstick around your fucking wrist. Because you lose the broomstick, it's fuck all. You're done. This is the only thing that can defeat her. It's like it's like the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. In broomstick form. <laughs> <laughs> She's Thanos. If she gets the fucking Infinity Gauntlet broomstick, we're all fucked. She gets her hands on it, just fucking run. Try to throw a crocodile at her. I'm going to wait too much fun with this fucking broomstick shit. Uh, okay. Where are we at? John refused to marry Catherine. Shocker. Smart man. The fuck? What are you going to do? Stand there on the altar with the fucking... Well, I, I John, no, promised you... to take you in sickness and in health. And the whole time, everybody in that place has like at least a one foot fucking section of broomstick in <laughs> behind him just in case it gets no, out of the, hand. The problem was he wasn't going to ride bitch on the bike. Almost forgot about that fucking fact. Now, all this, again, he he refused to marry her, even though he wasn't divorced yet. Like, legally, he was still married. So how you can be mad about that, fuck off. I mean, fucking polygamy big in Australia? I don't, I don't fucking know. It's a fucking lawless land. Bunch of goddamn hooligans. Hey, they're just fucking. They're just riding crocodiles and fighting each other with broomsticks. It's like Harry Potter porn. Broomsticks. I, all right. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um. So, <laughs> because of this, eventually Catherine just stole some of his money and bought herself an engagement ring. Which I guess, from what I understand, just kind of went over without any question. All right. It's your life. Live it how you would please. As long as you have your broomstick. <laughs> Fuck. Now, the couple got into an argument over him not being willing to marry her. And the fact that all of his assets, his house, all that shit, were to be left to his children and not her. Fair enough. <sighs> Fuck you, twat waffle. No shit. There's not really much else to say about that one. Like, fuck him, kid. Fuck your fucking children. I'm your not wife. I will not be fucking swept under the rug. Broomstick joke. Broomstick, I got it. So, in retaliation, in retaliation to this, Catherine videotaped a bunch of stuff that he had allegedly stole from work and sent the tape to his boss. This. Now, 
all of the stuff that was out of what? Oh, typo. Sorry. All the stuff that, that he had stolen from work was outdated shit, like medical stuff and stuff like that. He literally took from the trash at his job. It was already in the trash, but apparently they, they saw this and they still counted it as theft from the company. So he lost his job that he had worked for 17 years. Yeah, that's fucking somebody off pretty bad. That that's that's a broomstick right up the ass. Yes. So after this, he kicked her out of his house the same day. Good call. A few months later, John started seeing Catherine again, but refused to allow her to move in with him. Now, there were multiple reports around this time of Catherine saying she was going to kill John from friends of friends from mutual friends and people around town. And she even allegedly said that she, that he wouldn't make it out of the house before she killed him. If he ever tried ramping it up, she's confident. I like it. Now in February of 2000, a series of assaults on John culminated with Catherine stabbing him in the chest. David kicked her out. And on the 29th, he filed a restraining order in an attempt to keep her away from both himself and his children. Catherine's behavior got really fucking weird as she then around this time made a video later thought to be some type of a will um, while she was like she was doing weird stuff like her had her shirt open and the kids were like playing with her tits and stuff like at her behest real weird shit hey Johnny hey little Johnny come over here and flick my nipple yeah I luckily really. don't know if that video still exists glad it doesn't if it doesn't I didn't want to see it not at all nope. So David also told his coworkers that if he didn't come home or come home, didn't come to work the next day, it was because Catherine murdered him. Oh, wait, wait, we David or John? David. Wait, what? Did I skip a whole? What the fuck? Why was I writing David this? What the fuck is going on? John. Okay, John. Why the fuck was I putting David? There's just so many. There's, oh, that's the well, only options. It's David or John. You had a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Good she had call. a type. She had a type. Good call. Fuck me. It's been a long week. But anyway. So where was I? To- John uh, told her. So she, his coworkers told him not to go home. But he said if he didn't, he was afraid that if he, he said it, he was afraid that if he didn't, she would kill his kids. That's fair. I'm coming in real hot on her Harley with every broomstick I can find. Metal, wood, carbon fiber. Do you ever think to use a shovel against her? Or a fucking gun? I don't think guns are allowed in Australia. Fair enough. But either way, fuck this hoe. I don't say that very often. She deserves all the fucked up words. She's a bitch. So when David came home that night from work, Catherine wasn't there. But neither were his kids. Because before he came home from work, she had gone back to the house. Her kids were with like a family member. And then she had sent his kids to stay at a friend's house for the night while he was at work. Quote unquote. Well, while he was at work and as a, excuse and also while he was physically at work like right so 
he's he got home, discovered this, spent the evening with his neighbors, probably a good call, before he went home and went to bed at 11 p.m. Shortly after that, Catherine came into the house when David was asleep wearing this black lingerie that she had just bought that day from a thrift store. <laughs> yeah. Hot. Nothing better than secondhand lingerie. You know, that's, that's as bad as that fucking Coors Light I drank about an hour ago. <laughs> so, so she got there. She watched TV for a little while, took a shower, woke John up. They had sex. And then John went back to sleep. How dare him. I know that people get triggered by saying this, but this guy's fucking asking for it. <laughs> what the fuck? I think she's going to kill me and me kids. Oh, fuck. Better go to bed. Hello, Catherine. Care for some nookie? Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, you fucking idiot? So 6 a.m. the next day, a neighbor became concerned that Price's car was still in the driveway. And when he did not arrive at work, his employer sent a worker to see what was wrong. Both the neighbor and the worker tried knocking on John Price's window to wake him up. But they alerted the police after noticing that there was blood on the front door. Breaking down the front back door, police found John Price's body with night with in. They found his body, and then Catherine Knight was like kind of knocked the fuck out because apparently she took a shitload of pills after whatever happened happened. Um, she had stabbed John Price with a butcher's knife while she, he was sleeping. And according to the blood evidence, he awoke and tried to turn the light on before attempting to escape while she chased him through the house. But he managed to open the front door and get outside. And at this point, either he fell backwards into the house or he was like pulled back into the house, into the hallway, where he finally passed away from blood loss. Later, Catherine Knight went into Aberdeen with his stolen card. Withdrew $1,000 from his account at an ATM. That's just shitty. And then Price's autopsy revealed that he had been stabbed at least 37 times in both the front and the back of his body, with many of his wounds going into the vital organs. Ooh. That's a hell of a stabbing. He got, he, got, he got more than just a tip. He got stabbed to fuck up. He got them fucking Miracle Blade 3s. That's what that is. Several hours after he died... Catherine Knight skinned him, hung the skin from a meat hook on the, uh, I don't know what that fucking word is, on a door in the lounge. It's Australia. Apparently they have lounges. Hmm. I think it's a living room. But, yeah, so she fucking skinned him very well, apparently, because she's, you know, it's all those years of boning. She then decapitated him and cooked part of his body serving it with meat or serving the meat with baked potato, pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy in two settings on the dinner table, along with notes beside each plate, each having the name of one of John Price's children on it. Yeah. She was trying, she was getting ready to serve this man's dead remains to his children. When they came home. Crazy bitch. Yeah. A third meal was thrown on the back lawn for unknown reasons, 
but it's speculated that Catherine Knight attempted to eat it, but she couldn't get it down. Well, I didn't want you to sneeze in the middle of me talking. Okay, I think I, 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 I overcame it. Um, so yeah, uh, his head was found in a pot with vegetables. Uh, the pot was still warm by the, when they found it, about a hundred between one hundred and four and one hundred and twenty-two degrees Fahrenheit. In case you were wondering, indicating that the cooking had taken place in the early morning. And then sometime later, Catherine Knight arranged the body with the left arm draped over an empty fucking soda bottle with the legs crossed. This was claimed in court to be an act of of defilement demonstrating Knight's contempt for Price. Catherine Knight also left a handwritten note on top of a photograph of Price's of Price bloodstained, which was bloodstained and covered with a small pieces of flesh. The note read this is this one was kind of hard for me to read the first time. She just she's half illiterate. Time got you back, Jonathan. For it says rapping, but it's raping my doubter, which is daughter. I'll, I'll just read it. Time got you back, Jonathan, for raping my daughter. You too, Beck, who which is John Price's daughter, for Ross, for little John, who is his son. Now play with little John's dick, John Price. As you can see here, the accusations in the note were found to be groundless. I think uh, Catherine Knight has commented on some of our fucking videos. Right. Now, this all went down. Obviously, she gets arrested at this point. Everything starts to stir up with the court system. Her initial offer to plead guilty to manslaughter was rejected. Idiot. And she was arraigned on March 2nd, 2001 on the charge of murdering John Price, to which she entered a plea of not guilty. Duh, because she turned down manslaughter. Clearly, she's going to try to beat this shit. And when the trial commenced, Justice Barry O'Keefe offered the 60 jury prospects the option of being excused due to the nature of the photographic evidence, of which five of them accepted that offer to get off of the jury duty because of how fucked up these pictures were about to be. And when the witness list was read out the pro- to the prospects, several more also dropped out. I don't know if that was because of the kids. You don't know. Now, the next morning, Knight changed her plea to guilty, and the jury was dismissed. Hmm. Made it easy. At this point, the magistrate, the the magistrate justice whatever you want to fucking call him i don't know i guess justice in australia he adjourned the trial and then ordered psychiatric assessment overnight to determine if knight understood the consequences of a guilty plea and was fit to make such a plea catherine knight's legal team had planned to defend knight by claiming amnesia and dissociation which would be supported by most psychiatrists apparently Although they did consider her sane. So we're going to be psychiatrists and we're going to kind of go along with this, but we're going to say she's sane. Okay. Human mind works in some weird ways. All right, cool. Whatever. Now, two psychiatrists concluded at that point that she officially suffered from borderline personality disorder, which we talked about earlier. 
And then on the 8th of November, Justice O'Keefe pointed out that the nature of the crime and Knight's lack of remorse required a severe penalty. <coughs> Excuse me. He sentenced her to life imprisonment, refused to fix a non-parole period, and ordered that her papers be marked, quote, never to be released. And this is the first time that this had been ever been imposed on a woman in Australian history. Well, good thing, because she probably yeah. would have got out on good behavior. Yeah, just like Sada little, Abe did fucking like three years. Just like uh, you know, all those behavior awards she got in high school. She probably would have been out fucking With by With a fucking psych ward that she signed herself out of the next day. She would have been paroled by in 2005. Fuck me. So yeah, she's still alive, serving time. Apparently, for the most part, she's a not model, that bad. Model inmate. For the most part, from what I understand. They call her Nana or Nan or some shit like that. But here is the... She likes to knit. <laughs> of course she does. Well, her fucking... Her cell is like hoarder-esque, apparently. And I'm like, how the fuck do you allow this woman to have Wait that much stuff? They give her... Things? Knitting needles? I don't... I don't see where that can go. Like in the wrong. guard tower, instead of having fucking ARs lined up, like in America, they just got brooms. <laughs> that, was, that was the... They got sawed-off brooms. They got assault brooms. You think a sawed-off broom is illegal? Or it has to be a certain length? You know, sawed-off shotgun, I don't know if it still is, but at one point, the charge for it was a uh, weapon of mass destruction. Huh. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Is that real? Or are you making shit up again? As far as I know, that was real, at huh. least at one point. So, well, yeah, that is uh, that is the... Interesting, fun story of Catherine Knight. I think I'm going to walk out on a serious limb here and say Catherine Knight might be the love of my life. <laughs> a little batshit crazy. Actually, I, I I will not say that. Right now, I'm going to say she's not because she had me at hello. No. She had me up until the time she was going to feed the kids their father. That's where I draw the line. Apparently my fucking phone was 41 minutes behind. I was like, I wasn't just, I wasn't doing this just now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's Catherine Knight, everybody. <laughs> Feel free to check out the thumbnail if you want to see her crazy ass. She was, I mean, she's not a looker. I wouldn't say I'm, she's hideous. I'm actually kind of shocked. She doesn't look like the story i don't think no i would think she'd been a little bit better looking but anyway i'm kind of shocked she only killed one person well you never know i mean i would figure there'd be a long trail of bodies with how crazy this hooker was with how she's hitting people with fucking frying pans and shit exactly she must not have been that strong. No, apparently she was like freakishly strong. Well, you, how she didn't kill somebody when hit him in the back of the head with a? She cracked the one dude's skull yeah, with one she, whack. I would. It wouldn't take that. It's not. You don't have to hit that hard to kill. See, that's what I was wondering. What kind of frying pan was it? Probably if it was cast iron, probably not. If it's like some of this new it's bullshit, Walmart fucking. It was like some shit you see on a fucking like indie wrestling circuit that bends when you hit them. Yeah. I don't know. She's crazy. Yeah. You don't say. But this just proves the fact. Or the the myth is true. 
crazy ones are the best in bed. I question if it was even that. Or if she was just such a smooth talker when she wasn't fucking psycho. Maybe that's... Well, most psychos are fucking smooth talkers. Yeah. Even like most serial killers. Very personable. Smooth operator. Bundy? Bundy should have been caught way earlier, though. Dahmer? That man literally got away with it multiple times because they said, there's no way this well-dressed white man that goes to law school could do that. He only fits the description we have him in the area of the crime. There's no way. Tune in at some point in the future when we do fucking Ted Bundy. Yeah, we really haven't. Dahmer's the only big serial killer we've done. Well, the, of the the Mount Rushmore of serial killers. I mean, we did BTK. Yeah, that's right. We did. But I don't consider. He was. Yeah, we did. Uh, he was too stupid to be a serial killer. We, Anybody, did, Ed, we did Ed Kemper. Yeah, Ed Kemper and Dahmer are really the two. Uh, the Satanic Killer. The Satanic Killer <laughs> episode we kind of covered. Richard Ramirez. Ramirez. We could do. I could. I'd do an episode on him though individually. Oh, just Ramirez. Yeah. Him fucking. Uh, there's a lot of them. What's we the did they, Gacy. Didn't we? Did we do? I don't think we did Gacy. Did we? No, I did an Instagram post about Gacy yeah. though. Um, so Gacy, I, I'll do Gacy. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. Not the the shitty part is like not all of them are like. As bad as it sounds, not all of not a lot of them aren't a very interesting story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not all of them can be, you know, on a pig farm in Canada. That was a good one. Robert good. Picton's a good one. Yeah, but we've done a lot of the obscure ones that yeah. you know, not a lot of people have heard. But we've not covered a lot of the big obscure, the big ones. I think they're all kind of obscure, but the most popular of all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I gotta poop. All right, we're gonna end this. You're gonna. Have you're in control. You're going to have to. Just, Fuck you guys. All uh, right. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. Thanks for everybody that. Uh, oh, my sh- God. It confuses the fuck out of me that like it's op- the screens are opposite. You got to come over here to get on this one. Well, or maybe you, you don't. You can bring that one over here if you want. Too late. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for uh, checking in. Thanks for everybody in the chat. We uh, appreciate all of you. Thanks for. Get your broomsticks. <laughs> thanks for. Uh, Thanks to everybody that is checking this out on their favorite podcast app. Or whatevs. Whatever. Uh, be sure to leave a comment. Talk and just as we covered in the beginning of this episode, just, you know, proofread it and make somewhat sense. I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Just, you know, proofread it. Be grammatically correct with your insults of us. Leave a review. Hopefully a positive one. <laughs> but be sure to tell a friend. Phone a friend and say, hey. Hey, fucker. Listen to this podcast or I'll beat the shit out of you with a broom. We love you guys, and we will see you next Wednesday for another fun-filled adventure of love, loss, and crazy bitches. I was looking for another L. Love, loss, and lesbians? Love, loss, and laminated court documents. Works for me. All right. Hit the button. Okay, bye.